All right. So today's topic has to do with cleaning. Not the kind you're thinking of. But what is your least favorite thing to clean? I think mine is the shower and the mm. tub combination. That's hard. <laughs> I feel like a normal also, shower is fine, but when you have the tub, you got to like lean over. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's just like one of those things that gets neglected, which probably should. Yes. But, yeah. And I hate dusting. Dusting is not a no-go. Mm. Mm, interesting. Mine is under my bed. Um, <laughs> reason for that is I'm tall and I can't get under there. <laughs> So I neglect it, and then, yeah. You can't, just, like, lay on the ground and get under there? I feel like that's a bad excuse. I mean, get my, not, get my when your shoulder there, gets stuck, like... I feel like you wouldn't even need... Like, yeah, your arms are so long. Like, that would be so easy. <laughs> just do you one just, foul swoop. But from all this stuff <laughs> under my bed, you know, it's like, I gotta move all these boxes and, like, shoes, and that's like... That's true. You just forget it's, about it's it. Not, it's not all worth it. All your worries just go under... See, I just right. keep... Sto- my Under my bed's just storage, so I don't have to, like, clean it. Well, that's probably smart. That's probably what I should do, but... All right, what's yours? Okay, mine is dishes. I hate dishes. I I don't know why. That's I like fair. when they're done. I don't like washing them. I don't mind dishwashers, but I hate washing them. It's always good when you get done cleaning something, you know? That yeah, But just doing it sucks. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into a different kind of cleaning. My name is Lauren. I'm Matt. And I'm Athena. Um, And we are here today, as you saw from our intro, to talk about cleaning, but a different kind. And before we dive into that, and I'm not going to hit myself with the microphone again, um, we want to first invite you to join Awaken Nation. Um, So if you have been following us or following anything with Awaken Catholic, Um, and you enjoy what you are experiencing or hearing or watching, um, we ask that you join Awaken Nation um, and help donate to fund us. That's the way that we get to do the cool things that we do. Um, You can do it for as little as a cup of coffee, the same price. So um, if you would like to support us, we highly encourage that. You can follow the link on the screen. And we also would like to invite you to download the Awaken Catholic app app. This is super awesome. It's a really awesome way to connect with the different show hosts. It's a way to connect with other um, Catholics and Christians in the area. Um, And also just to delete the negativity and hear about the good. Um, So if you don't have that yet, follow the link or check it out in the app store. Um, We would love to welcome you there. Thanks. And today's episode is brought to you by Casa Bea Cleaning Service. Casa Bea is a one-stop shop for all things clean. If you live in the Northwest Ohio area, Casa Bea is the ideal option to keep your residence, commercial, or new construction clean. Casa Bea is also one of the only services in Northwest Ohio that provides deep and professional carpet cleaning. Most importantly, right now during the pandemic, keeping your home and office is clean and COVID-19 free is of the utmost importance, and it happens to be a specialty of Casa Bea. That includes doorknobs, light switches, services, ATMs, everything. Get the peace of mind of knowing your home or commercial environment is professionally clean by visiting casabeacleaning.info today. Awesome. So we talked about the things we don't like to clean, but that's actually not what we're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about that kind of spring cleaning, Um, but more of like a spring cleaning for our soul. Um, So for some of us, 
Lent could be really like it was nothing. Like it could feel like it was just a normal time in our mm-hmm. lives. Um, because sometimes we let it be a normal time in our lives. Like we let it get away from us. Um, so if you are in that boat or if Lent was super, super, super awesome for you, and by awesome, I mean it was really, really hard and whatever you sacrificed was super difficult and you're so ready for Easter to be here. Um, either way, you're in a good spot for like a spring clean of your soul. And what does that mean? Because yeah. um, in, like you know, we all hear the word spring cleaning and that tends to mean declutter your, you know, garage, your house, your car, your bedroom. My mom just... had us clean all the doors. <laughs> And inside the cabinets. Like, what the heck? Nobody does that. But my mom did. Yeah. It just feels, it's just so good to have, like, you know, when the warmer weather starts coming around, spring, um, you know, when Easter's coming around, and um, just that, the fresh breeze, and then summer's around the corner. You just want to, like, have a fresh start to things. And, you know, we've been cooped up for a year. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Let alone the winter. And, like, it's just, you just need a fresh start. And I think... Um, being in the season of Lent and working our way out into Easter, um, it's really important to remember, you know, to start cleaning out our insides too. (laughs) And I think the most obvious way that we would think of is confession. Yes. Um, which is super important. Don't get me wrong, but it's like when we think cleaning our soul, that's like the first thing that pops in my head because we talk about that a lot, right? Especially in youth ministry. I feel like I'm constantly telling teens, we just did a night... Um, this past week where we had adoration and we had confession and I was like, please go, please go to confession without trying to force it because that's Wipe your slate clean. clean it's like an yourself. easy. Yeah. yeah, it's like an easy way. Um, but sometimes we also take advantage of that. Like it becomes mm-hmm. um, I don't want to say routine because I feel like for most people, it's still even when you go, it doesn't feel routine, even if you're going like weekly or whatever it is. If you are, that's awesome. You're super holy. Um, but we just tend to like forget about it. Like we just feel like it's, we can go when it's offered and like, that'll be fine when we get there. Um, but it, it it really is so important, Mm -hmm. especially I feel like, um, leading up to Easter, right. We always talk about like confession, super important leading up to Easter and to Christmas, which it is. Um, it's important all the time, but especially those. And as we prepare, uh, for Easter, as we, kind of get out of slowly, right? Things are starting to open up. So as we're getting out of quarantine and kind of getting back into our normal routine of life, um, confession can get like tossed to the side until it's like in our face. Um, so that's that's an easy, awesome way um, to cleanse your soul and to receive the grace of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one's super important. Yeah, and there's a good motive behind it too. It's not just... Um like you said earlier, yeah, we can go when, like, it's offered at church, and that's when we go, you know, or we go before these these uh, different celebrations that we have throughout the year. Um, yeah, it is a rejuvenating experience. It's there for a reason. It, it's there to, like, purify our hearts and purify our souls. Um, and whether you got out of a rough Lent or a really good Lent, um, the motive behind going to confession to start this new, yeah, this new clean, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's just, there's a lot. There's a lot more motive behind it, which plays a big role in your mindset going into confession and how good your confession can be as well. Yeah, and I think another one that for some of us, um, we realized during quarantine that like we took advantage of this, but for others, 
it became really easy to not attend is mass, mm-hmm. right? Because right now you don't have to go. The obligation is not really there um, yeah. because we can watch online and that's been granted to us, which is awesome. Um, but it is also the part of our faith where we are going to get the closest to Jesus. And I don't know about you guys, but if you want a clean soul, I feel like that is like essential, right? We talk about essential mm-hmm. workers. Jesus is the essential worker to clean our soul. Like a hundred percent. If we do not have him in our life, we are failing. Our soul is not going to be clean, right? At least not the way it needs to be. In a previous episode, we talked about how the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith. And so if that's actually the source and summit of our faith, then we need to get our butts (laughs) into mass and receive the Eucharist. Yeah. And, and don't use the fact that you don't have to be there right now, like in person. Yeah as an excuse not to participate in mass at all. It is different if you are um, staying safe, you're in quarantine, you're participating online the best that you can. I know it's totally different, but the mm-hmm. best that you can. But it is not, the reason we were granted that was not so that like we could just forget that Sundays are holy yeah. and it's the Sabbath and that we don't have to go to mass. Like that's not why the bishop was like, okay, let's, you guys don't have to be there right now. And I remember talking, I think to you about this um, earlier on, just like, um, not like if we didn't go, um, oh my gosh, I literally lost my train of thought completely just escaped my brain. We're just going to have to if, rewind for a if second. If we didn't go, if <laughs> it would be terrible. I'm going to help Lauren. That's where she was it going. Would be terrible. Um, <laughs> I no. swear it just went right out of my head. Happens to me a lot. But no, I think, I think that's a really easy way because I don't know about you guys, but there's times in the mass where I feel like literally the Lord is peering down on my soul and talking to me directly. And I don't feel like anybody else is there with me, but there's like a shining light on me and the Lord's like, this is for you. Pay attention. Um, So I think that's a really, a really habitual and easy and holy way to just kind of refresh. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I think when, kind of like you said, if we didn't go to mass, Going along the way. Okay, the Matt's got you. Matt's got you. This will be better Thanks. than it's terrible. Thanks, I got this. <laughs> if we didn't go, uh, the actions and the things that we do in our life will be completely different. So mm-hmm. getting back into that routine of going to Mass weekly or sometimes daily throughout the week, um, it's just a, be- a better way to formulate our lives in a way where <clears throat> the everyday things that we do is focused around God. Um, yeah, and when we talk about cleansing our souls um, going to mass is literally heaven on earth. You mm-hmm. know, that's what the church teaches. Mm-hmm. So being in that presence is the purest form that we can be in. Um, so yeah, that was definitely yeah. better. That's definitely what Lauren, Lauren was. I remember what I was going to say, and it really wasn't that good. Um, it, <laughs> it was <laughs> probably better than it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it was it was talking about the fact that honestly going to mass would be like the best place to get COVID. Not saying like that's probably like a sound thing to say right now. Oh but, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, we, I know we, we did talk about, we this. Talked like, about this. Yes. If I were to get COVID somewhere, like being at mass, getting COVID, like if that's, that's like the, the place where I got it, that'd be the scenario. best possible scenario. So like, and don't be afraid that, like, to go. It's truly part of your story, which is yeah. great. That's there great. we go. Um, the, getting COVID. There we go. We got it. We got it. Going to receive the Eucharist. Another really awesome way and it kind of goes hand in hand with the mass is prayer. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we get into this like mindset that like we have to pray in church and that's it. And like you're encouraged to pray outside, but like you don't have to Um, when really it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. Everything we do should be prayer. Cause you need Um, to have a personal relationship 
with God. And yeah. that can be done in church, but it also needs to be done. And like if you think about it, like your best friend, I don't know about you guys, I talk to my best friend a lot more than once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it's like daily, all day long, right? Because technology is great. Um, I'm surprised she's not sick of me yet. But but that same thing should happen with Jesus. If we're supposed to have a deep connection with him, going to mass once a week and only speaking to him there is not going to get us that. Um, plus, the more that we become habitual and routine with our prayer, the easier it is to lean on the Lord and to trust in him more. If we are like not communicating with him and way out in left field, and then like we feel some tug on our heart for like Jesus to call us to do something, um, it's going to be way harder to be like, yeah, Lord, like I'm ready because you're like, who the heck is Jesus? Yeah. Like what? I don't understand. Why is he talking to me? Um, so the more that we can do that, again, it kind of reflects, um, on our, like our own actions. Like Matt talked about when you go to mass, like you, um, sometimes your habits change and how you act or what you say changes. It's the same thing with prayer. I noticed that like, um, when I start my day in prayer and I'm going to be honest, my teens know this. I'm a very honest person. I'm not great at daily prayer. Okay. Like I work very hard at it. I'm not great at it. But I notice that the days that I start my prayer with an open-ended prayer that I don't close, I start my morning, when I know it's going to be a rough day, this is when I do it the most, I start my morning with an open-ended prayer, I don't close it, and then I spend the rest of my day entered into that prayer. So that's all I do the entire time. And I feel better. I feel like my life is more put together. I'm a nicer mom. Um, I yell less. I'm nicer to my teens. I get more done because I'm more reverent and more, um, I guess, open to the Lord that day and what he wants for me versus what I want. Yeah. And another part of prayer, I know we've talked about this in the episode before, but talking about silence and the importance of yes. blocking out everything in the world. And I think that's, it goes super hand in hand with spring cleaning, right? Because like you want to cleanse, like get rid of all that, the bad stuff and um, the stuff that's just weighing you down in the world. Um, you just want to get that off your soul and um, you just want to be able to, yeah, sit with the Lord and just like listen to what he's trying to say to you. And silence is so difficult. Like over this Lent, I've been trying to do a half hour each day. That's just one of my goals. And it's it's tough. Like some days I just feel like I'm failing and nothing is happening. And I'm just like, I've, you know, like, why am I sitting here? Like nothing is going on. But it's still the the point of letting God just be with you and you being with God um, and just being in his presence is should be enough for us. Yeah, being in being in that meditation. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's so easy to go into prayer with, okay, I need to pray this. I need to pray this. I need to pray for this. Mm-hmm. And you, you lose track of um, or you lose sight of just God being present with you. Yeah. And that's a big thing, just being meditating in the Lord's presence and being like, Lord, just here I am, you know, that's that's honestly all you need to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And this is um, how I come today. And Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And previously we talked about when you talked about um, having that relationship, uh, just a friend of mine that maybe in one of us, one of our small groups was talking about how the relationship aspect is so important. And if we only go to him with worries or things mm-hmm. that we need, mm-hmm. he said, if I went to, if, if everything I said in prayer is all that God knew about me, all he would know is that I have a lot of tests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that aspect and looking for ways to connect better 
in this during this this spring cleaning as you will would be the like a very good way to um connect with god build that relationship yeah. in the future right. Yeah, sorry. I I can see my kids just touching computers back there. It's fine. Um, no, and I think a really good way to to kind of start that is to force yourself into quiet time, even not in prayer. So, like, maybe while you're doing homework, you mm-hmm. don't play the music. Mm-hmm. Maybe while you're driving, you yeah. sit in silence. And maybe you're not ready to, like, pray during that time. But just that quiet time, too, is so good for your soul. Mm-hmm. Um it really is. And it doesn't mean that you have to be like ready to hear the Lord right then, but just spending time in right. silence sometimes is kind of refreshing. And I'm a person that doesn't like silence. Like I, Lauren's doing a half hour a day. I'm doing a holy hour a week that I'm supposed to be quiet. And it is a struggle, yeah. a struggle. And I started yeah. it before Lent and it's terrible. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's hard. So even just spending more time, like I've noticed in my office that when I'm working, I try not to play music unless I'm the only one in the office. And that's kind of my rule right now. And that's because, I not because like, Ugh. not because like, you know, the office, my coworkers would like hate my music, right? Um, that probably might be true too. But <laughs> but really it's because I'm trying to force myself to be more okay with quiet. Um, I'm a person that has music going constantly, constantly, me. no matter that's what me. I'm doing. It's either a podcast or a music, me. like yeah. music or like a YouTube video, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm, it's not always like learning stuff. It's just mm-hmm. like I need the background noise. Um, so I, I have forced myself like in the mornings when my kids don't want to watch TV, I don't get on my phone and I force the quiet. It's not mm-hmm. great, but I'm getting better. So doing finding that and fitting it into your routine is also going to help you be more open to what the Lord wants for you. And sometimes once you get in the habit of that, too, it comes a little more naturally. And sometimes you'll just find yourself wanting to be in silence instead of like listening. I know because I listen to music like so much (laughs) and all day, every day it feels like. And so I don't know, sometimes I'm just like, I really today I don't feel like listening to music. I don't feel like talking to many people like I just want to be. And I don't know. Yeah. I think silence, silence is good, but there's also a difference between silence and peace, mm-hmm. right? You can look at it as, yeah. oh, I have to be silent. Well, in all reality, you want to look for God's peace. Yeah. Um, and in silence, you find that. That's so. so good. Here, Matt, like, was so concerned when we asked him to be on here that, like, I don't know what I can contribute. What the heck? He could, like, run this place. Contributing. Yeah. What in the world? Matt's awesome. Um, awesome. So if you're at a place where... Um, like maybe Lent was just really sucky for you in a bad way. And maybe Lent was really sucky for you in a good way. Either way, um, we can always use that spring cleaning of our soul. Um, and it's never too late to start that. So even if, you know, Lent's over or like, and you realize it or you're tuning into this later, um, it doesn't have to be around Easter. It doesn't have to be around Christmas. It doesn't have to be during yeah, Lent or Advent. It's always good to do it. It can be in the summertime or the winter, whenever your your soul needs cleansed. Um, spend time doing that. If you need to call it a winter cleanse, that's great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But spend time doing that because it's it's very important. It's very uncomfortable and weird for us. But if you can start that in high school and get into that routine, holy moly, you will be killing the game when yeah. you're an adult. And you'll be way better than this youth minister. Yeah. I know that. Um, so Absolutely. tune in next time. We've got some really fun topics coming up. And um, we're excited yeah. about them. Hopefully you guys will be too. And hopefully you'll see some guests on here with us and hear some different voices. So have a wonderful weekend. 
and a holy Sabbath because these come out on Saturday. So have a holy Sabbath tomorrow. <laughs> all right. See you guys later. This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hollow.app slash awaken.